Hey everybody, welcome to We're All Sad Here podcast with your host, Chloe Bradley-Smith, me. We're all still sad here, so might as well talk about it. Hello all, so as you can probably tell, actually you probably can't tell, but that was not me in the intro. Um, I was too sad to make the intro. Just kidding, sort of, but I like the way my roommate did it more. Anyway, on this episode, which is the first episode, we are going to be talking about mental health and college and the college experience. Most people, by the time they've hit college, have experienced some sort of mental health struggle, including but not limited to anxiety, depression, OCD, ADD, ADHD, panic disorder, or substance use disorder. That's just to name a few. But the first thing you say when you come to college isn't, hi, my name is Chloe and I have lots of anxiety, (laughs) which is good because that's not a great way to make friends. But realistically speaking, it's important to talk about those. It's important to talk about with those that you become close with over time. According to the Association for University and College Counseling Directors Survey of Counseling Center Directors, wow, that's a mouthful, 70% of directors believe that the number of students with severe psychological problems on their campus has increased in the past year. Their survey also found that anxiety is in the top presenting presenting concern among college students, which is 41.6%, followed by depression, 36.4%, and relationship problems, 35.8%. On average, 24.5% of clients were taking psychotropic medications. However, 19% of directors report report that the availability of psychiatric services on their campus is inadequate. Directors report that 21% of counseling center students represent with severe mental health concerns, while another 40% with mild mental illness concerns. There are several reasons for this. People could be away from home for the first time and not know how to take care of themselves or not know how to get their basic needs met. Um, There's also a lot of exposure to things that they may not have experienced before, from hard classes and studying more than usual to drinking, drugs, partying, or even relationship issues. Those of us who experienced this in high school were a bit more prepared, but the reality is when there's little to no supervision in college slash university, um, there's an aspect of independence and accountability that many people haven't had before. Some who came to college never had a huge support from family or friends. And, you know, there's also the aspect of genetic predispositions and situational reasons that someone may not feel, may not feel well or be mentally healthy. Um, Regardless, there are several reasons why someone may experience mental health struggles, but overall, what can be done about this? Well, full disclosure, I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist, so I can't speak to this a lot, but I do have experience working in what is basically social work. Working in a domestic violence shelter as a part-time advocate there and working on the domestic violence hotline. I also work on the Colorado support line for mental health crisis, suicide, and substance use. So now that you know my training you and my qualifications, you know that I am like mildly not at all qualified for giving anyone advice, but I'm going to give it anyway. So when it comes to 
calming yourself down and anxiety, panic disorders in general, trauma. There are some trauma release exercises and grounding exercises that are really great options for when you're struggling. Um, one of the big ones would be the 54321 grounding exercise. And what that is, is that um, you look for five things around you that you can see. You say them out loud or to a friend or you know someone you feel comfortable with. Uh, for example, I would say I see my computer, my coffee, my phone, my notebook, and my pen. I don't remember if that was five. Um, four, you pay attention to four things that you can feel. So that could be like the clothes that you're wearing, where you're sitting, um, anything that you can like touch or grasp. And then you say three things that you can hear, like three things that you can listen to, um, you know, sound of typing or traffic or the sound of your own thoughts, whatever that may be. And then you name two things that you can smell and then one thing that you can taste. And you take a really deep breath at the beginning and at the end and you take do all of this at your own pace. Uh, this is something that we use a lot for those who are struggling and having anxiety. Another option is meditation. There are plenty of guided meditations online that you can look at. Um, and then there's also mindfulness apps uh, on the App Store and like Google Play, stuff like that, that have great options for mindfulness and mindfulness practices. Um, overall, just deep breathing exercises that you can just look up on Google pretty simply. Overall, not everything will always work for everyone, but it's worth a shot. Everything comes down to a trial and error situation. And although you might not find what works for you right away, you might eventually. So you have to keep trying even if you don't like the first few things. That's totally fine. If you don't like that, you don't like that. doesn't work. Not going to lie, though. None of these worked for me. But I do hear they work for a lot of people. And the thing that I found works best is just giving myself 15 to 20 minutes to vent and freak out and be anxious and be upset and yell or whatever. And then just think about what I can control and what I can't and go from there. I know that's so much easier said than done, but like I said, I'm only so much help. And it's really more about what you can do for yourself than what I can do for you. That's just me being honest. Anyway, on the next podcast, we will be talking about everyone's least favorite subject. COVID-19. Yep, I get it. It's everyone's least favorite subject, but it's taking a toll on everyone. So we might as well talk about it, right?